<laughs> Please keep that in. Exactly. It's an accident. <laughs> Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. I feel like you waited longer that time. Well, I was trying to give it some space because he's going to have to cut some of that out. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Colson, we, um, the last Reconstructed Faith had a mm. nice long like, oh, yeah, okay, guys, let's talk about this off. Like, we'll cut this later. And it's all, it's all, it's all there. <laughs> I love that. Intentional. I know it. Like, and I've heard uh, like all these big name podcasts. Every once in a while, you'll get that in there mm-hmm. where it's like, "Oh, that's so funny." Anyway. That's dumb. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Dang it! You well, you got, should be our 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 audience participation should go up way. All the people who are going to reach out to you complaining about it. Hey, everybody! Sorry we missed last week. Um, that was that was a crazy week. <laughs> now now I'm, I started listening to. It, I was like, wait, I'm in this. Didn't I miss Tuesday? I wasn't here Tuesday. Yeah, no, we 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 okay. both missed that Tuesday. That was the week before. Then, uh, anyway, um, I didn't get any hate mail though, which is nice. <laughs> um, I mean, not for that, not mail, but we did get one comment. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Um. Yeah, we got to get Sean in here. Um. Last week went well though. Um, I thought I thought that the that was a that was a lot of fun. Those of you that uh, didn't notice, I got to play bass, and I don't play bass. So now you do. You didn't before. I didn't before. I do now. You just want to be like Jeff. I just want to be like Jeff. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to learn things. how to play the piano though. Sorry, no. it's not going to happen. Um, Hammer dulcimer. Hammer dulcimer. I got I got I got <laughs> some of that. Yeah. Harmonica. Harmonica is uh, anybody can play the harmonica. That's like playing the kazoo. <laughs> just got to be able to hear. Wow. I mean, I just there's I guys that can play it really well, and that takes some talent and some whatever. But like blowing the holes, what are you? I, this isn't like rocket science. It's not rocket surgery. <laughs> I just enjoyed your fresh haircut, Thank shaven you. beard. And how many people did not recognize and you? And how many people <laughs> like, were like, oh, who the heck is yeah. that? We brought that person in to play the piano. We brought that person in to play the drums. Who did we bring in to play the bass? Bass. Uh, no, he's in-house. No, that guy's usually here. Yeah, that was funny. I got a lot of comments about not recognizing me. I wore uh, coveralls on uh, Saturday, and it was it was like I was not me. <laughs> You would have thought, oh, yeah, it's just time. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people that haven't known me that long, which is funny to me. You just haven't done that look in five years, and so it's yeah. But I've seen that look before. Yeah, you have. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have. A lot of people have. So a lot of people haven't. Um, that was the same thing of like even when I, um, especially even first service, uh, got up and and had said the, hey, if you didn't know. I was a student minister before I took this job. Oh, yeah. First service, I could tell like most everybody's nodding their heads and yeah. they were they were tracking. But second service, there really were some on the peripherals that were like, oh, oh, oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's new news. Because again, like and we haven't mentioned that in 
they mm-hmm. since the two years they've been here, three years they've yeah, been here. Right, exactly. They think Why like, would oh, we? Yeah, yeah, I've I've known this. And so yeah. yeah, it was funny. That's really That's funny. awesome. I thought you did a great job, Paul. That was that was Thank a you. good good weekend. Um and then Sunday was really good as well. Um, Thank you. And man, I the pictures of Garrett Newberry as a child. Yeah. As an infant up uh-huh. there. I was like, oh my gosh. And it really was. It was that emotional check like, yeah. for me. I think when I, when I was saying the line or preparing to say the line of, and these students who I'm looking out right now mm-hmm. are going to some percentage, some whatever it is, yeah. even if it's just like five of them. Yeah. But somewhere in the mix of this, five of them are coming back to lead my children mm-hmm. in as disciple a college now. leader yeah, in yeah. Disciple Now. And this is the investment we need to make. Yeah. This is an investment that has a return. Yeah. Um, and it's cool. an eternal return, not just because, again, as Bobby would say, like the investment in building a building, the building does not have an eternal return. No, the building mm-hmm. will burn. That's right. Exactly. Be here. That's right. Um, but the but the eternal investment of what the building provides, what mm-hmm. the building allows for, whatever you want to. Yep. Yep. However you want to say that. It yeah. was that it was that kind of catch that yeah. I thought. Mm, yep. That's, that's cool. important. Yep. Really good. Now you know how I felt, I felt for about you for a long time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we shared that. Yep. Nineteen-year-old young gun. It's not how he felt about me. <laughs> Later, no. like I didn't know you as a teenager. <laughs> I knew Paul as a teenager. I think it was that. No, when Chris first met me, he was like, "Oh no, <laughs> this kid. What have I done?" I think when it was I don't the know first... who we hired, but we got to stop that. One of the first ones was, I think, as a student minister, when I taught on the the disciples who stayed in the boat. Yeah, and you talked about and I that. I talked about that this, this weekend, weekend too. Yeah. And so it was, it was, yeah, it was interesting. But I remember <clears throat> it was when I taught that within at least you know first couple of years of student ministry, and it was Ellie who came home to you and was like, "Yeah, hey, this was so cool." That Actually, I learned it was this. Mark. Was Mark? It Mark? Okay, he okay. was talking about. Peter getting out of the boat. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, like did you realize none of the other you, disciples ever got out of the boat? It was just Peter. I was like, that is just that is brilliant. Cool. Yeah. I taught Paul that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how there, about there's that? a reason Paul knows this, and it's because of me. That's and so you're saying, Oh, it's like yeah. that is just that the was a cool, best. cool moment. That's it funny. was. Love it. <laughs> Discipleship is a real thing. And mm. all the other ways of growing a church aren't aren't mm. as so real. Gimmicks. Yep. Anyway, well, we're going into after the uh, living, living embodiment of the visual aid of the fact that we need student ministry space. Yeah. Uh, last week, um, we're going to go into the next part of the story, and I really am telling this by my experience. Like, mm. I could not come up with a different way to organize this in my brain other than here's my experience. What I've had to be careful with is that you know what I think my experience was has been wrong on a couple of the dates. As, mm-hmm. as I've been evaluating, right. I was just it's always in complete denial that the uh, uh, temporary buildings, the portables were out there in 2015. I mean, yeah. I, I made Paul re-verify that yeah. probably four times. Like, And then I texted same uh, year we Lance. Went to, same year we went to two services. That is not possible. Mm-hmm. We went to services like 15 years ago, right? Mm. Um, no, I would have been here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, did did, did we either. talk about the... The whole thing about trying to find a picture of the portables. Yes. Oh, were you the one who showed us that? Did you that see we the couldn't outcome? find one? 
Yeah, well, the the one that's the on website. our website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we were cracking up. We were like, <laughs> can't find that anywhere. We cannot find a picture. Oh, I, got, oh. I got like three emails website. with it on it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, there, I got it. There's your hate mail. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you morons. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's us. We're so really dumb. Yeah, we. So it was, that was pretty awesome. I mean, I, I wish that I could really explain to people the number of I'm not going to say hours, but at least like large number of minutes that we've been looking <laughs> yeah. and not being able to find that picture. Yeah, like, that's oh, pretty awesome. That's really Whoops. sad. That was great. So this week will be, and I'm going to unpack some of the principles. Also, of, we need uh, to Nehemiah take that 3. picture down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can we kill that picture now, by the way? Um, but yeah, doing ju- diving into the next two you know, part of the project, the part of the projects we're working on, but I, I'm really, I'm telling it from, I think, I think a more candid, I mean, I, I was very much so, and, and you guys know me, especially John and Paul know about me that, that though, though in a, like a crisis or like quick, we need to make a decision. I have no problem doing that, uh-huh. but outside of it's listen, it's time. So there's an external force making me make a decision. I can stall on a decision forever. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so the problem is, where do I, you know, what, how do I make a decision? How do I decide, okay, we're done talking. It's time to start mm-hmm. acting. Actually, that doesn't mean we're done talking. In addition to continuing to talk, it's time to act. Um, and so, you know, for a, for a decade, Paul has commented on my tendency to, hey, we talked about it. So we accomplished something. We accomplished it. So let's set up a time next week to talk about it again, and then we'll accomplish that. Yeah. Or that every uh, every decision is a decision that can be undone until you make the decision. That's right. And that it can't be undone. Hundred percent. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so it is. This was, and this was like me saying, I don't know when I don't clear have a clear sense sense of. Okay, we've got this project, we've got this project, we've got this project, we've got this little response, this this need, this and it's I was like I have no sense for how do I take point on this? How do I say what does it look like to take point <coughs> on something like this? And and you were and you were there in that when we were sitting on the back porch Colson at the mm-hmm. grade school building and I had come just that morning from the Bible study with the young leader guys who I younger leader guys who I do Bible study. And we had done the month we the last two months we had done Nehemiah one, Nehemiah two, and then that month was Nehemiah three. And we went through Nehemiah three. And as we're just reading it, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I felt a such a unity with Nehemiah, a sense of I have a discipler now. It's this guy, Nehemiah. Like he did this. He had all these pieces and they're all feel different and some of them are, you know, some are gates, some are walls, some are repairs, some are restorations, some are total rebuilds, different sections, different levels of importance and significance feeling like this is glamorous. This isn't, this is, this is a big deal. This isn't it just every, everything that was spinning around in my brain suddenly was brought into this alignment biblically with this is who I need to talk about. You know, if I could have a schedule of meeting with Nehemiah now, that's what I would need to do. And it's not just, you know, Nehemiah is always referred to as this guy who, this great leader who did, and that's why we were studying him. We were studying him because he's a great leader, not because we, I mean, I had no thought at that, you know, two months before I knew we were moving in this direction, but I wasn't thinking, oh, Nehemiah would be, none of that. Right. It was, 
and we hit that. And all of a sudden, all those pieces, I was able to wrap my brain around. Okay, we I don't have to somehow, the, the alignment, that the, the thing that brings all these together is this image of a wall being built. All different sections, all different parts to get to a certain place. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was it was a big deal for me. And, and, and even if it felt like very, very much so like a provision. And I think probably Colson and Kim could remember me coming right. back on the back porch. Cause we had met, had we met once before on the back porch? Nope. Nope. We did it. And then it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is the direction. Yeah. I was able to come in and sit down and go, oh my gosh, I have it. It was so, awesome. Yeah. It, it really came together. This multifaceted, multi-step series of smaller type projects coming together for one purpose. So anyway, I'm, I'm excited, you know, excited, but excited to unpack some of that. And I've already started, you know, writing up all the notes and, and unpacking kind of different aspects and different people's perspectives. But part of this is because, and I think we can talk about this here and I'm going to try to talk about it in the service, but I'm a little nervous, honestly, talk about in the services. This is, this is leading a church. Like that's not the same right. thing. Yep. And I don't I don't know if like I don't I don't know what to do with that. Other it feels like a luxury to get to throw out ideas mm-hmm. not being the one responsible for how a church is led. And I, I don't want to put some kind of weird burden like, ooh, look at me, look no, at no, our no. leadership. I would I our... would say if you didn't say it, I would say working for you. I mean, that is the exact luxury I have. Is input mm-hmm. into something to influence a decision, but not having the, to bear the weight of it. Yeah, yeah. Like I yes. mean, I think that there is a special call of like, nope, that falls on different shoulders. Yeah, and yeah, the the weightiness of that, <laughs> I I get, <laughs> and I, I don't get in a mocking way to you. Yeah, I get sorry, sorry. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> that's just John. No, I, no, I get, I, I get it. Of like, yeah, anyway. that's a, this is a different. It's a different weight. It's a different burden. Yeah. And I, I could not, I felt totally hamstrung to lead until I had this biblical mm-hmm. picture. Like this is, I, I'm not, this isn't just me leading my family as eternal and significant as like, that's, I don't even know how to wrap around. Like I, I lead, you know, a business, a couple of businesses and, and I take those very seriously. I mean, there's people mm-hmm. whose lives are on the line and at least their livelihood is on the line. And so I take that very seriously and and yet there is this additional, but this this is a this is the church, mm-hmm. and I'm about to make take point in a decision. Now we have a leadership board and all that because I'm not uh, you know I'm not the king not or the alone. CEO not, yeah, or the whatever. Yeah. Um, and so there's a whole group of people who bear this, and we you know we all bear this. But it just it just struck me how how easy. Like I and I and I, it's this isn't a uh, it's not a card you can play easily. Like it's because if you if I play this card, it sounds like I'm saying I'm the pastor. You know, no one I'm the one who <laughs> does what I want to do, and no one's allowed to argue with me about it. Or and I don't in any way believe that. But there is a luxury that comes with, hey, I've got I've got all these clever ideas, mm-hmm. and I'm throwing them out there, and and I want to stop them and say, hey, have you how how much prayer have you drenched? that in. And I'm not the best at that. And yet going, has that, has that idea, mm. is that, is that just a, is that just your idea or is that, you know, a deeply considered concept? Is there something there that you've attached that to? And for me leading in the church, I just have to have this 
biblical connection, this, this, you know, something, something has to make sense biblically for me. And it's, it's hard for me sometimes to do that. And so I don't know if I can translate in two words. I know Paul mm-hmm. and I've talked about this sometimes that something's in your heart and you go, how do I get this yeah, out of my yeah. heart into the ears of an audience? And I don't know if I can, mm-hmm. but, but the weight of, I mean, I came into that meeting with you guys, like someone had lifted, you know, a ton of bricks off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. I see it now. I, now I don't know what's going to happen. Any more than I know that I think Nehemiah knew what Nehemiah didn't know what was going right. to happen. He was preparing constantly for it to all blow up every moment, and yet, and constantly having to go back and say, "We got to finish this." Yeah, like right, spurring each other on to so true, loving good works. Yep. <laughs> so that was huge. It was yeah. it was a giant moment for me as I've been because I feel like I've been carrying the weight of that lack of clarity for several years knowing someday this has got to happen. Mm-hmm. Someday this has to be. And that still doesn't mean that it's going to, like, I'm still yeah, not talking about the, like, architectural drawings. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, but the fact that this was something, I did mm-hmm. not feel alone in this right. anymore. But it wasn't like, yeah. well, I got to Yamaya, now we have $20 million coming in. <laughs> but right, yeah. I do feel like walking into that conversation, not that, prior conversations had felt heavy or anything, but looking back now, like it definitely seems like there was an excitement Mm -hmm. and, uh, and a lightness to Mm -hmm. it that was like, all right, I, I know where I'm going. Yeah. You know? And then an an excitement there to then, yeah. Yeah. How, how are we going to communicate or how am I going to communicate this? Well, here's how I'm going to do it. Yep. That's awesome. And I always like the, I mean, again, like you said, the grounded, you know, principles that came from God's word first. Yeah, right. Because it's the same when I interpret it in my own life. It's like when I have a great idea, it's like, I don't doubt that it's a good idea, but I also am a little bit skeptical because it's like, it makes sense to me. Right, exactly. And when I see the greatest stories, you know, in testimonies of people when God works, it's it's when it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> right. It's when it's so like, it does, yeah. oh, well, yeah, that's clearly God because mm-hmm. I couldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so again, the, the, if it, if it was just the presentation of, oh, well, here's, here's the plan in man's eyes or right. in man's mind. Right. And it would have been like, oh, I don't, I don't think I would have the same connection of excitement when I was like, oh yeah, well I could have thought of that or that seems doable because right. it's, it's a, it's something we can accomplish. Yep. But when it goes outside of that step into something of like, oh no, 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 this connects to God doing the work. Right. Then it, then it takes a different a different scope for me. That's yeah. an interesting transition point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we wanted mm-hmm. to talk a little bit about the. We want to talk a little bit the about revival. The revival. Um, Although I did hear it's quote officially shut down or something like that. I don't know. Today, I mean, Denison had a comment. I'm a, I'll look. How do you? Doing that. Are you kidding me with that? Officially shut down. Well, if the government says it's shut down, then it's shut down. <laughs> Is that not how? No, it I works? don't. I don't know what's going on. No, um, no, sorry, I'm kidding. Sorry. We were I'm talking kidding. partially about how, like, it's I a little wrong. bit That's ridiculous. Not what was saying, by the way, um, it's a little bit ridiculous how you can be expected to know what's going on. You know, states away, um, because of social media. That's just kind of the nature of things. But um, there was a time. I don't know, 50 years ago, was uh-huh. it 50 years ago? The last, what, the last revival? The at last this revival at this location. Yep. Um, so 
little backstory. My dad, uh, 1970. Yeah. My dad around that time. I don't know exactly how it worked. Anyway, if you want to hear my dad's testimony, you should definitely ask him because he like, I mean, he has a testimony, you know, starting when he was 10 years old and he will take mm -hmm. you all the way through. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. Like it's pretty neat the, to the military. To yeah. And part that's, of it that's and part stuff. of it is There's... that, um, when, when dad, like dad had no thought when he was younger of being a pastor, he was a baker's son. He loved golf. Like those, those were the things that he thought about. He didn't, he didn't think that God was going to have him be a pastor. That never entered his mind. When he got into FCA, um, because he was in golf, um, when he got really involved in college and FCA. Because golfers are athletes. Because golfers are athletes. <laughs> you don't, never mind. Keep I, going. <laughs> I only detract. Keep going. Um, anyway, uh, so when he was really involved with FCA, he had a couple guys that um, discipled him inside of that. And one of them uh, kind of opened up his heart to the idea that um, for the first time that God would want him to preach. And, you know, there's some really cool stories about him submitting to God um, on some uh, on a <clears throat> drive home from Colorado uh, to Mount Pleasant and stuff like that. But he had already, uh, because, you know, when you graduated from college and high school for some people at that time, you enlisted um, because there was a war mm -hmm. and that's what their fathers had done when there was a war. And so it was the natural thing to do. And so dad um, enlisted in the Navy and he was going to, uh, you know, officer training um, right after this FCA thing. And he had just felt like God now was telling him to become a pastor but he'd already enlisted. So he was going to go do what he was supposed to do um, for however many years. And then after that was going to see what the steps were. Um, and so he goes to officer training at some point during officer training. Um, I think it's a weekend officer training or something like that. Uh, the chaplain comes in and talks to him about his role and what he offers the um you know, the men that they're going to be in charge of. And dad says, they asked if anybody needed to talk to the chaplain after he got done. And dad was the only one who said yes. So he went into this other room and he talked to the chaplain. And basically what he said was, Hey, uh, I really feel like God's calling me to be a pastor, um, to go to seminary. I don't know yep. if he said pastor, but uh, to go to seminary, what can I do in the however, I can't remember how many years he was tied to um, service, um, but how, what, what can I do during these years in order to serve our Lord um, to prepare for what's coming? And the guy said, you know, could tell that he was being honest and said something like, go back to your room and pray. I'll come get you in like a week or something like that. And so dad, you know, not really knowing what was going on, went and prayed. 
long story short, when all like his request went all the way up to the and his request, the chaplain's request, mm-hmm. dad wasn't requesting to be let go um, of his obligation, but uh, the chaplain's request went all the way up to the Pentagon, all like Rear Admiral Zumwalt, and uh, he was released um, from service, and so he you know, has this cool story about driving home, how he said how he heard God's voice in his head say, you know, I have delivered you from this war, um, but you will be engaged in spiritual warfare for the rest of your life. Um, and so a lot of cool stories inside it inside of that and really I'm butchering it dad can tell you the he actually lived it I've only heard it like a hundred times um then he started the first Asbury revival no (laughs) the cool part about it though is that he's gotten to meet he got to meet the assistant to Rear Admiral Zumwalt who uh brought that uh request to him um so that was really cool and he also got to meet some of the people who were at the Asbury uh, revival who um, he found out um, from one of their testimonies that one of the things that they were praying for at the very time that dad was praying for God's will at um, in the, you know, I guess it's Pensacola probably um, in Pensacola was uh they were praying that people who were seeking to do what God was calling them to would not or would be free to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were praying for people to be released from whatever was holding them from doing that. And it, it was one of those, like, again, like he knows they were praying at that time and he knows what time he was praying. And that was. Like it was one for one. Like that's, that's exactly cool. when that was happening. And so it is kind of funny to me. Like I absolutely believe like there's a toxicness to social media and us having to know what's going on with everybody mm-hmm. all the time. But that's like, that's what's toxic about it is that we're not made for that. God knows all of that. And he puts all of these things together all the time and always has, you know, and I guess the cool part about it is sometimes without finding out about without running into somebody who was actually at the revival, you know, that they were praying at the same time you were praying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, it's pretty cool. And, and I would encourage anybody who's listening to get dad to tell you that story. Even if you've heard it, listen to it again, because it's worth remembering. Um, that you know, we diminish prayer so often. Um, I think in our, we've talked about it before. It's just not a natural thing for right. us to pray. Mm-hmm. And it is so like it, God inhabits the prayers of his people. Mm-hmm. Prayer is the work. It's not the preparation for the work. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's so many times that we forget that it, when God was fighting battles for Israel, he was asking Israel to watch him fight battles for Israel. 
and we we think like you know i think it, it's probably i don't know how much um for everybody else but it's at least in my mind it's a it's a temptation for me when we're doing this capital campaign even to say like all right like we've made these decisions this is the direction that we're going like let's, let's go do it mm-hmm. let's go make it happen and not like let's abide with the Lord and watch him do it. Yeah. Right. It's his work. We just get the invitation to participate. Right. (laughs) We're talking word invitation a lot yesterday. Um, so just to, uh, just to make sure I'm, so both things, so that doesn't say anything on, uh, on this podcast that were, that were just radically wrong. What Dr. Dennison reported on today was the effect the effect that's spreading has spread to 20 colleges um, from the Asbury uh, University. At the same time, there is a there the Lexington Herald. I don't know what what I guess they're just reporting Kentucky. on it. Yeah, since it's there in Kentucky, I guess that's why they're reporting on it. But the um, they are saying the final public evening service is scheduled for Sunday at 7:30. I think that was. That may have been two nights ago, seven thirty, but it may be this next Sunday. I don't know; not real clear. Wait, sorry. Um, yeah, this says February nineteenth. That was last Sunday. Yeah, I don't know if that means for the next one or not. It's not. It's not super clear in the article. Um, and this is it's because a city of about six thousand people. I think there's about six seven thousand people in the city normally has been having 15 to 20,000 people showing up. Uh, okay, according to schedule, public worship will continue in the afternoons through Wednesday, February 22nd at 2 p.m. each day. So there'll continue to be a schedule versus just nonstop, which it has been. It's been going nonstop since the 8th. I think that's right. Um, yep. <clears throat> uh, but they're like, the bummer is it's got, it goes back to that, you know, people are parking in other people's lawns and mm. and filling up gas state parking in gas stations, and people can't get gas. And you're always like, "Come on, don't you're ruining it for everybody here." Yeah. But but the um, yeah. And I'm not. I, I we were talking about before. I'm not. I'm not one of those who would be even tempted to cast any type of judgment, dispersion, dispersion, or recommendations from this distance. It's mm. like I don't. I, I am ignorant. And so I remember when um, when I was in, I guess in college or maybe right after college was when there was, I think in Pensacola, Florida, a service like this that went mm-hmm. on for weeks and even months. Wow. And uh, <clears throat> so there were some, definitely some questions and I had mm-hmm. friends who went and visited it to, to see it. And anyway, it's just, it, it's exciting to see this kind of stuff happening. Yeah. But we ask it's for always, it so Yeah, often. exactly. We and pray like... and ask for it. Right. So I'm, I'm glad to see it. And it, not surprising that it's starting with young people. That's all. all I heard it was at, where it uh, starts. It was at. That's. I mean, stupid. apparently, to some degree, that. it's going on. But. Yeah, there's uh, Baylor was having some sort of uh, service where their students were praying for revival. Um, last night or something like that. I don't know. I meant to ask my my nephew yep. is there right now. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of yeah. Baylor has been affected. It lo- okay. Looking at the date on the newspaper, the date newspaper date is today. So. The final public evening service was scheduled for Sunday at seven thirty. So I think that's just a typo. I think it's next, probably next Sunday at seven thirty, hmm. but maybe not. 
don't know, whatever it is. But pray, I mean, we're, how grateful we are that people are getting to worship and praise in some cool ways. Yep. Anyway, and we see the effect of it years later, even yep. someone like John's dad. Even close to a couple thousand years ago, you know, as Gamaliel, um, oh, yeah. the rabbi and teacher of, a Paul, of Paul, mm-hmm. who in Acts chapter 5, you know, is is now presented as one of the high council and, and, and a Pharisee um, to make statement on, here's these apostles um, right. who are arrested for this movement that obviously at the time... Um, if it is of God. The, yeah, the, the Jews were in power were worried about, you know, that these men were fabricating something or not. And so um, he gets up and he speaks and he says in, in verse 38, so in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone for if this plan or this undertaking is of man, well, it'll fail. Mm-hmm. And then 39, but if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. Mm-hmm. And then indeed the warning, you might even be found opposing God. Mm-hmm. And they end up, the council takes his, takes his advice um, and only beats the apostles and then lets them go. Um, <laughs> That's right. So there's also a, uh, another side of... So grab your sticks. Yep, another uh, side of the revival. But I, I think I think that same notion, I mean, if, I mean, obviously it's recorded in scripture as a lesson of like, yeah, if it, if it is of men, like, well, we'll know, we'll know. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll know it's the outcome, it'll fail. But if it is of God, then, well, it can't be stopped and there's nothing we can do to overthrow it. Um, and I think that there's, there's wisdom... really don't want to. Yeah, there's wisdom to not step in um, with clarity. I think there's wisdom to take caution, of course, to always say like, yeah, let's let it prove itself. Um, you know, if, if of course, like, let's see, how does this align with scripture? Where does this align, um, with God's truth? But then again, to make the common and just think, oh, well, that's probably just a bunch of hippies having an emotional experience and it can't be real or, um, it's charismatic and it's not founded. And, you know, like, again, there's, there could be right temptation in that. Do we need yep. to call that out now from afar? Well, we'll see. Right. If it is, and if it's of men, well, apparently it'll fail. But if, if, if don't worry about it. If the uh, test of time proves true and it's of God, well, we then get to rejoice. We'll get to rejoice because nobody will be able to overthrow it. Right. That's right. Very cool. Thanks, guys. Be encouraged. Mm-hmm.